0: Welcome to the Mama Theologians podcast. We are an online motherhood ministry on mission to revive spiritual growth in the midst of motherhood. We desire to further equip mothers just like you in theological study, biblical literacy, and spiritual formation. We pray that God will use these offerings for His glory and that He will revive and deepen your growth in Jesus. Today, you're listening to one of our Mama Theologians read their latest essay. This one, along with all of our essays, are also available on our website at mamatheologians.com. If something about this essay inspires you, we'd love to hear your comments and thoughts about it. Connect with us on Instagram or Facebook at mamatheologians.
1: Communion, a Poem and a Reflection by Kelsey Folsom. It's a wonder how we pick and choose which ways we want to be broken. We say we give our all that we love sacrificially and yet we're eager to build walls around the theology of our tables. We ask God to open the eyes of our hearts, to bless our hands, to do the work of breaking the bread and sharing the parts of the body and the blood we'd rather keep to ourselves. We don't want to see. We want permission to be blind. The truth is too apparent in the blink of another's eyes. It's too hard to swallow an evil we cannot fix. But maybe if we set tables, instead of building fences, embraced the others rather than dismissed them. We'd find more beneath our hands than lines in the sand, find the borders of our flesh aren't in need of more saviors, rather, threads of kinship stitched and sticking like a coat of many colors. All is not right with the world. That much is obvious. I find myself overwhelmed by all of the quote unquote evil we cannot fix. As war rages in eastern Ukraine and tensions continue to escalate at our borders, And racial divides continue to widen and refugee crises multiply around the globe and the American church faces multiple reckonings and loved ones continue to die and our relationships feel strained and our daily tasks continue to feel overwhelming it's easy to wonder where can we take our grief. Who is patient enough for our pain. We bring all this brokenness to the table of the Eucharist. And we believe in faith that the breaking of Jesus' body somehow will mend it. That the great puzzle of humanity will find its glue in the resurrection of God. The communion table makes a bold request. It asks that we leave prejudice and pride behind us. It asks that we arrive with the humility to be healed by the passionate love of Jesus communion is a reaffirmation of our family of origin we are reminding ourselves and all our brothers and sisters that we are one at the table of christ that our best attempts at fixing things cannot offer a complete cure i wrote this poem communion while reflecting on my own selective blindness the issues I give credence to, and the ones that I don't. The people, even my own children at times, that I am prone to ignore. In the words of my homiletics professor, whose experiences get to matter? It's an important question. I find myself confronting my own judgment towards those who are different from me, or who are inconvenient to give my full attention to, placing myself above them? Often, we don't want the truth of our own humanity to be seen, to be on display, to be judged as it is, fallen. But an undefined or ignored illness cannot be cured. We as Americans tend to suffer from individualism, from centering our own experiences and neglecting our responsibility to the community at large. We pull ourselves up by our own bootstraps. We humans cannot help but place ourselves in the center of the universe, which is why I believe Jesus pushed against this tendency so often. We are to care for the widow and orphan, the least of these because they are so easy to walk right past. As Christians, we are exhorted to be the people that notice, stop, and reach out a hand of help towards those society deems unworthy or even just irrelevant. One of the simplest ways to extend a hand is to offer a meal. To set a table with delicious food and pull up more chairs. Cuban-American theologian Cat Armas writes in her book, Abuelita Faith, For many Latin American women, preparing food is spiritual, a labor of love, a form of embodied knowledge. This reminds me of the invitation Jesus gave at the Last Supper in Luke 22, verses 19 through 20. It says, And he took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me, and likewise the cup after they had eaten, saying, This cup that is poured out for you is the new covenant in my blood. Jesus came to sit at our tables, to know us, and become life for us through his compassion and love, actually literally becoming a meal for us. Cat Armas continues to make a distinction between adding more chairs to our tables and taking the risk to sit as regular guests at unfamiliar tables with only the motives of listening and learning. What an exhortation. Jesus spent his earthly life showing us how to do this in our families and communities, demonstrating the power of communion tables. I think there is also a wide word for us parents with this table analogy because we lead our children by our example, by entering their world and experiences with a listening ear. We bring Jesus to them just like God brings Jesus to us. We point to the cross of sacrifice and say, look what love does. And we say this because we know this. We have lived these daily deaths in order to know the deep friendship of Jesus. And we want our children to know the deep friendship of Jesus. As we sit in the reality of the cost of this kind of love, of the God who submitted his own body to the brutality of a criminal's death on a cross in order to become bread and wine for all who are hungry and thirsty. Let us prayerfully seek how we can better embody this extreme generosity of God towards our families, our neighbors, and our world. Here are some practical and prayerful takeaways. First of all, take some time to read Proverbs eighteen twenty four, and ask God to illuminate how Jesus might be inviting you into a deeper understanding of how he is the friend who sticks closer than a brother. How does this friendship affect how we lead our children? Number two, ask God to bring to mind or do an old fashioned Google search, Ask God to bring to mind any organizations or marginalized people groups in your area that you can learn more about and perhaps volunteer with. Number three, spend some time asking God to show you a few practical ways you can model the kind of generosity that builds bridges this week. I guarantee you, your children are watching. Thanks for listening. Have a blessed day.
0: Thank you for joining us here. We pray that the Holy Spirit is able to use these words to meet you right where you are at. If this episode resonated, we would be so honored for you to send it to a friend or to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. These truly help us to reach more mothers with the love, hope, and spiritual growth that only Jesus can bring. And as always, Mama, in the midst of the busy and hard, yet high and beautiful privilege of motherhood, may you abide in Christ and grow more in love with Him this week.